that, you know, my sparkling personality is only going to get us so far. It really is <laughs> a testament to the amazing women that I have had the opportunity to interview and the more phenomenal women who have hosted shows under the Word of Mom radio umbrella. And you are part of that success. You really I'm are. So so, no, it, I'm it's so glad. Really I've really. enjoyed every moment of it. You know, we, we've both grown together. We, we've, well, no, I mean, not just the two of us, but this entire network uh, of moms. I feel like we really do have a strong community here of women who are helping each other and supporting one another. And, um, you know, it really, and, and we all bring a little something to the table. So it's just a, it's, it's just been such a, a wonderful 10 years. I, I'm still in awe that it's been 10 years that we've been doing this. You know, it's so amazing because I think back to Dorothy being on her blanket, playing mm-hmm. in your office. My favorite photo of her will, <coughs> excuse me, always be her with that headset on and her little calculator <laughs> uh, just sitting there. Yeah. She was, what, two or three years old? Yeah, I don't think she was quite three when that picture was taken, maybe two and a half. Yeah, she was on her blanket. She was in my lap. She was on my hip. She was on my back, starting to sound like Dr. Seuss, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she joined <laughs> lots of our shows. <laughs> You know, she joined lots of our shows over the years. I was her favorite client, Miss Story. Oh, yeah. And then we did, remember when we did our first Zoom call, when Zoom finally came about? And we did our yes, first call, right. and we were, she was just we were here shocked. Zoom. Yep, but she was just shocked that I wasn't a fish. Yes, I remember. I remember she had said one time, she goes, Ah, oh, Dory, my favorite client, but she thought you were the fish from uh, Nemo. So uh, when she saw you were a real person, there was some disappointment. You know, we had to talk. <laughs> yeah, we did. But let's face it, when we finally, you know, all the years that Janice and I have known each other, and believe me, she's talked me off the ledge. I've talked her off the ledge. We've hung out on the ledge together. But yep. in one of my cross-country trips, on my way back, I made a detour, and Janice and Dorothy and I got to meet for lunch. So it was wonderful. It really was, but you know, ten years into knowing each other online, and I said it before, I'll say it again. When people say, "Oh, I'm wasting my time online," you're just not doing it right because if you are not creating <laughs> these relationships. Because it really is relationship marketing. Social media yes, is, is social for a reason. And these are the things that I learned from you. Well, and I still today, uh, you know, you can build relationships. I, some of my favorite people in the whole world are people I've never seen their faces in person. But we are so close. And there is nothing I wouldn't do for them. They're just wonderful people. And we built those relationships, uh, you know, by working together and, and um uh, you know, really connecting in a very human way online. So you could definitely build relationships and, and work your business without uh, without having to travel the country. It's really remarkable. It truly is. And I agree with you. You know, there are friends that I have that, <clears throat> let's face it, we celebrate birthdays, we anniversaries, okay. we mourn with each other. 
You know, mm-hmm. that's where that's where I actually it was the 18th anniversary of my mother gracing heaven with her presence, mm-hmm. where I actually realized the strength of social media. I put up a mm-hmm. post. And about 95, 96 people who knew my mom messaged me, sent me love, sent me condolences, about 140 people who had never met my mom shared my grief with me. And that Mm -hmm. was the bulb moment for me that made me realize, wow. These people are real people, and they actually give a hoot. It mm-hmm. matters to them. They shared their grief, losing their mom or their dad and stuff. And that's when I really realized the true power of social media. And then your show, Social Media Help Not Hype, is what taught me how to navigate it. So I talked a little bit about BizM Solutions, for people that don't know you, let them know what you actually do in real life. Oh, Dory, I do everything in real life. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I do it all. Gosh. Um, well, you know, I started this business 17 years ago, somewhere around that. I'm gonna have to. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and get an exact date, but it was. It's been over 17 years now. And, uh, you know, just started off myself doing, I started off as a transcriptionist. I've always been a naturally fast typist. So I started with that, and then I, I gradually found a little uh, virtual assistant work. And then um, about the time Twitter opened its doors back in 2006, um, I, uh, I just heard about it, you know, this new site that was out. And uh, so I decided to go over and check it out, see what was going on. And... Um, said hello. I think that was my first tweet. I don't know anybody out there. And um, people were out there. People were actually talking. And and so I got into some conversations, started meeting some people all over the world, picked up a new client. And I remember I was almost shocked. I I was, no, I wasn't almost shocked. I was really shocked. (laughs) There was somebody out there on the other side of the country who met me, liked me, and wanted to do business with me. So I was so excited that I, I started telling my clients. The couple that I had wasn't many. Um, you're not going to believe this brand new site. Oh my gosh! You just have to go over and try it out. And and I remember one of my clients said to me, "Well, he said, well, I don't have time. Can you just do it for me?" And that's where the business started. Um, and I said, "Well, sure. I don't see why not." So that's when I started learning about Twitter and and um, then from Twitter, you know, I got it working for him, and then on to the next client and. And I'm still bringing in clients at that point. Twitter was a really rich um, field for me back in those days. And, and then I started learning Facebook and then YouTube and then LinkedIn and, and uh, getting, you know, educated. Uh, and social media, I started mentoring with, with some, you know, big names in the industry and investing in myself and investing in my business. And, and it just grew from there. And then, of course, I started um, bringing in a few virtual assistants and web designers and graphic designers and, and PR people at the time, um, really growing uh, my business and, and both clients and in people. And we've come a long way since then these days, you know, personally, uh, and I still have people who work, who work uh, for me, who work with me, but these days I do mainly strategy. People hire me to do, you know, create strategies for them to, um, 
you know, walk them, you know, step by step through uh, individually what's going to work for them. And, and, you know, I cover social media and email marketing and content marketing and management and tools and everything we've ever offered. Um, you know, I've, I've done the job. So that's always really been something that's helped me to stand out because, uh, you know, clients ask anything from high-end strategy questions to, you know, which which tool is the best tool to, uh, you know, edit my videos that I'm going to be doing. If they're going to be doing uh, Instagram reels or, or on TikTok, and I can answer those questions as well. What's the best lead generation, generation method? You know, I test and I test and I test every new thing that comes out, every new site that's out there. And there are a lot of new sites these days. So I do a lot of strategy these days. Uh, we were actually, and I shared this with you yesterday, we, we've been very successful, and I'm, I'm not taking on any um, hands-on work uh, currently simply because we, we have just maxed out and we've got a waiting list right now. So um, that's where we are today. And, and you know, a, a good part of that was, you know, Dory, you and I met, you and I met a very long time ago uh, and started mm-hmm. talking and I got introduced to this wonderful mom network and, and we just grew from there. Um, and it's been a, it's been a crazy ride. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's face it. You and I met on Twitter. That's how you yeah, and I connected yeah. at first. I wasn't even yeah. on Facebook yet. I, mm-hmm. I resisted Facebook for a long time. I did 99% of my stuff was on Twitter and I loved conversing on Twitter. I was living upstate. I had nowhere to be. I didn't have a television. So I would just be online chatting with people. And and that's where it all began. But I have to say, you kind of touched on this. One of the things that I think makes you so effective is every single new thing that comes out, you dive in. You never recommend something that you don't know backwards, forwards, from upside down and everywhere else. You learn every single part of something, and then you will bring it to a client. Or you'll say to a client, you know what, this isn't worth it. This is too much this. or You know, it's so funny. I always think back to the LinkedIn show. Because I was always the guinea pig. If somebody didn't call in <laughs> to the show, she would use me. And she pulled up my thing. I had been on LinkedIn for six years, had 124 contacts. And she was like, well, this headline doesn't really say what you are. And this and that, as we're doing the show, I'm changing everything. And how do I link my blog? Because Janice would literally go, go to the little icon here, drop this down, do this, do that. Okay. There is not a day that goes by that I don't have at least one or two, sometimes five or six connection requests. The tough part now with LinkedIn, I just put a post up about two weeks ago. All of a sudden, LinkedIn has kind of morphed into another Facebook where somebody sends you a connection request. And here, why don't you book a call with me because I can talk to you about this or let me introduce you to my services. Are you looking for a way to make extra money? Here's my Calendly mm-hmm. link. Nothing turns me off faster. I, right. I, I just don't even bother responding. And when they'll follow up with me, gee, I didn't hear back from you. It's like, well, you didn't hear back from me because nothing turns me off faster than a sales pitch before you've even said hello. Oh. I am a human being here. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much for the connection request. 
I look forward mm-hmm. to learning a little bit about you. And again, this is what I've learned from you. Know your audience. Know who you are reaching out to before you try to sell them a product or a service that they are not going to need or they're not into you. How would you know if they're interested or not if you don't know who you are talking to? That's right. You can't speak to them appropriately. You, you can't um, address them where they are. You, you can't address their pain points if you have no idea who they are. And, and people buy from people they like. That's true today. That was true when the first cave person sold the first wheel. <laughs> people <laughs> buy from people they like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And if it's a cave person, I was politically correct, cave person. Yeah, I know. Well, that's when it wasn't political. You know, it's so funny when you you mentioned cave days. Let's face it. I think that's why women multitask. Because when you think about it, men are very singular in what they do. But back in caveman days, when a man was out hunting food, food could kill him. So he really had to pay attention to the one thing he was doing. And there was mom back in the cave trying to skin that animal, cook it, keep the kids from falling into fire once they finally had fire, how to sew this, how to make that, how to keep the cave clean. Just from cavemen days, women <laughs> have been <laughs> Look at that. We've been oh, before we even had real language. You know, women have been <laughs> so sure. many other I'm things. Sure. Right? <laughs> I am sure you're right. That that sounds exactly like what was going on. Oh, gosh, how funny. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, so. It really is. And so back, I want to go back to the Social Media Help Not Hype show because the shows that you have shared throughout the years, one of my favorite is when you would share your Halloween, the haunted oh, Halloween yeah. horror stories. Yeah. Tales of Terror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the things. Oh, my goodness. And I could add to those. I could really add to those in a big way. Uh, So for those of you who aren't familiar, I used to do every Halloween a blog series called Tales of Terror. uh, And and it was horror stories of things people had done online uh, and how it had gotten their business into trouble. Um, So that was always the most popular The most popular series I ran every year. And uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun putting together. and uh, of course, I never I never name names, and uh, but uh, it it was it was a really great series, and and it really, uh, uh, you know, it really pointed to things that ha- happened all the time, uh, and people were left saying, well, I don't understand why am I not doing well? Why doesn't the social media thing work? And and then it, you know, turned out that it was them. They were the reason it wasn't working, or people who were just too trusting of, of virtual assistants or too trusting of social media people. Just common mistakes, but it was always my favorite series to write and, and certainly the most popular one I had going on. That was the one that always stuck out with me were the people, you know, because you talk about outsourcing and when it was time in your business to start outsourcing, yes. but you always reminded people just because you were out, make sure that person is speaking in your voice. Do not just outsource and then leave it up to them. And that was always the biggest of the horror stories were people that, whether they had a VA or whatever, that they outsourced things to stopped checking in on it 
and then realized whomever it was they outsourced to was doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. They were sharing their own message and nothing that had to do with the person who had hired them. And I I found that that to me was always the most enlightening one. And it's amazing because it's one of the things that I share with people when they talk to me about, you know, when is it time for me to do this? And it's time for you to do it when you start thinking, maybe I need to start outsourcing, but to know who you are trusting your voice to. That's right. Well, and I've always said, you know, the more you inspect, the more you can expect too. You need to keep an eye on what's happening and you still need to be a part of it. You can't, even if you hire the most amazing person on the planet, you can't hire them and just walk away and expect top results. Uh, they could keep working as hard as they could work in the perfect in a perfect scenario. They will keep working as hard as they can work. But if you're not giving them information, if you're not offering any input or insights, you're just not going to get the results you really want. Absolutely. And, you know, never forget, this is your site. This is your work. So even though you are outsourcing, again, know your audience and make sure whomever it is that you are outsourcing to understands your audience and uses your voice. That's the biggest thing. And again, the things that I learned through social media, help not hype, I was the most copious note taker of all during your shows, (laughs) you know? So that was always, I mean, I'm serious. I still have my book from social media, help not hype when I'm looking to do something and I don't know it, I will go back and go back into my notes of something that you shared and something that you taught. Uh I, we got to take your notes, <laughs> I know. Well, like I said, we're trying to reel you back in. <laughs> Come here. It's a whole new world we're talking I about. Know. You know, now we're dealing with these short video reels, and Facebook has reels now, and Instagram has reels, and TikTok videos, and people are making tons of money with just these little bitty short videos. And, um, and, and still, all the things we've been talking about are still accurate, still very correct. Everything we've said, it's just now there's, there's even more. There's even more you can do in short periods of time, the things that you can do yourself, things that, you know, you can hire someone for. So brave new world. We're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to get you out into it. I know. Well, I'm waiting for the social media help not hype show to teach me how. I know. Because you <laughs> well, know, I'm going to have to come back and do a few I'm serious because you know what it is? I can spend hours and hours and hours and hours trying to figure it out, or I can just listen to Janice Clark. That's Janice. That's the dark, darn truth. That, you know, this is what it boiled down to. I could try to figure it all out, but then I know that Janice has already figured it out. And so, what she's going to tell us to do actually works it's real that's right you know it's not cross my fingers that what she said to do is what you do you can be a hundred percent sure taking it to the bank that you have the most updated information we cannot be responsible i mean i remember joking about the last facebook show you did and it was like Mm -hmm. i could just you were joking about i could do a new facebook show every every show 
because you know mm-hmm. when you've got awesome. 20 year olds in the background who get bored with things and yeah. and just change it up because oh what the heck let's try this now so yeah it's it's very the let's face it the world of social media I, Janice we beta tested Hootsuite you know I I came to Twitter through fast pitch networking and was in the beta for Twitter. It's remarkable oh, you're me to me. You're making me feel really old. We really were here at the very beginning of it all. Yes, we really, really were. I mean, come on, Linda Cherry and I, Linda will be on one of our anniversary shows later coming up. Linda Cherry and I have been designing websites since it was a dot-com dial-up, literally loading up a page at night, drop the kids off from school, hope the page loaded, and then prayed you didn't have a typo. And had to reload yeah. a page, you know, because right. you're so tired looking at it. Whereas now, you know, she's here, I'm there. Okay, let's work on this. Boom, refresh. Okay, we're good. It, people yeah. have no idea. They have no idea. You know, now everybody Googles yeah. everything. We, I, I raised kids. There was no social media. There was no Google. I didn't even have a darn cell. You know, there were no cell phones. I think that, I think of all the pictures I have of my grandchildren. I mean, they're they're not even four and two yet. I probably have four thousand pictures of them easily. <laughs> Amateur. <You know? laughs> I know. So the evolution oh, yeah. has just you know it's remarkable. But Janice, okay, we're going to get you back on the air. So that's okay. that. Oh. Start that campaign. As we're wrapping up. Let everybody know how to reach out to you, please. Uh, let's see. You can find me. Uh, the fastest way to find me is just to send me a, you know, send me a message. Uh, you can find me on WhatsApp. You can find me on Facebook. Facebook message me. Uh, send me an email at Janice Clark. Uh, that's J-A-N-I-C-E-C-L-A-R-K at bizmsolutions.com. Uh, those are probably the quickest ways to get me, but you can also find me on LinkedIn and YouTube, and I am just all over the place these days. <laughs> well, Janice, I want to thank you so much for kicking off our 10th anniversary show. It has Absolutely. been quite a journey, my friend. It has, and I'm looking forward to the next 10 years because it's getting really exciting now. <laughs> It really is, and I'm looking forward to it, too. So, Janice, thanks so much for being here. We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back with Renee Sullivan here on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is strong. She is you, because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote, or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams, because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some, the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully, 
reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice, because safety It's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio on our first of our anniversary shows. And we are being joined by Renee Sullivan. Renee and I have a very long history. I was the first interview she ever had with her first foray into small business, literally while she was on vacation and sent her husband and kids inside to eat. And we did the interview while she was in the car. Then Renee became our first sponsor that we ever had on Word of Mom Radio, and then started hosting a show called Keep It Simple with Renee, talking about online marketing and Bitcoin, just this myriad of information. And now I just want to update you on Renee, who is now the owner of ALA Services. She consults with small business owners to find and hire the professionals they need to fill in the gaps of their businesses. And for her, after working for a small insulation company as an administrative assistant, she realized there was a need for someone to help business owners grow by hiring the right people. And she's worked with companies in HVAC, general contracting, plumbing, insulation, painting, welding, but the reality is every one of them had the same hiring challenges, challenges that thanks to her background, she knew exactly how to overcome. And I love that she says that she's committed to creating happy clients in the trades by facilitating their hiring process so they can grow their businesses and get their time back. So it has just been so much fun to watch the whole evolution. So Renee, thanks for coming back to celebrate our first show of our 10-year anniversary here on Word of Mom Radio. Well, I am so excited to be back and really excited and almost in shock that it's been 10 years. Like, honestly, about it. Crazy, right? It's so funny that it has just, it's created a life of its own. And it's just remarkable to me that we're all still in touch, all of the different things that I've watched happen. So, Kind of share your journey of going from when you first had your small business and then your online marketing to now ALA. Absolutely. So when I first had my business, as you mentioned, I was just starting out. I uh, was working with a company with health products and working with people on just getting healthy, just having healthier habits and just getting to know them and helping them to have a better, more fulfilling life. And what I realized is that I really like the consulting part of things, not necessarily just with individual people. I was seeing how there were also businesses that needed help. So I expanded and I wanted to do more things globally. It's amazing the evolution of how I started out and the confidence 
I've built with my first interview, Word of Mom is all about watching and supporting women through whatever transition and evolution they're having in their business. When I think about when I first started, you know, I was this person trying to figure out the internet, trying to figure out social media. I listened, paid attention, was a guest on Janice's show, and taking that information and transforming it to what my business is is now, I truly feel that's what Word of Mom is all about, is watching and supporting women through whatever journey they're on. It really is, and that's that's what's made this 10 years so much fun. And I really thank you for being part of that. It's been a pleasure, and it's been a journey, honestly. So then I moved into the online marketing aspect of things, and I worked with people online and helped them to get, I guess I helped build some marketing funnels, talk to them about what to stay away from in marketing because there's a huge jungle online of things that you can do. There's a lot of scams out there. So I was, I was that person who said, you know what, I've, I've experienced some things on my own. Here's what not to do. Here are some things that have helped me. So, and that's where we had the keep it simple, you know, show that I was sharing some of those tips and tricks. And then I really wanted to go back into more community-based um, type of setting where I was helping more business owners. And that's where I met with several people who said, there's a niche in the trades. They need so much help with consulting, but not just with consulting on their business. More specific, they kept saying, I need people. I don't have time to, you know, find the right people. I don't necessarily have the skills, you know, things like that. And what happened was me tapping back into my former career as a speech pathologist, believe it or not. And toward the end of that career, I was doing the interviewing and the hiring. So I basically took that knowledge and that skill and started working with small business owners who don't have that HR department. They don't have the people to take the time to find the right people. They don't have the time to weed out the people who don't really want to work. What I do is I help these business owners to weed out the people who don't necessarily want to work in that particular environment. I'm looking at culture matches. Some people are highly skilled, but the culture of this particular company isn't the right company for them. So I'm almost like a matchmaker in many ways for the trades industry and finding the right people because you could be the best skilled person. You could have a great personality, but if the people that you're working with, you just don't vibe with, it it could be a difficult work environment. So I'm looking for that happy match. Now, do we always get it perfect? Absolutely not. I try to find the very best person or the closest thing to what the business owner is looking for in the skills and the personality and the the specific types of culture match that they're looking for. And I'm also asking the goals of the people that I'm interviewing to make sure that I find what they're looking for. Some people want bigger companies. Some people want smaller companies. So that's where I come in. And what ends up happening is I've saved the business owner time weeding those people out. The money they save and make in not doing these tasks is far more than, you know, what they're paying me, to be honest. You know, they, they, contractors can make a lot of money out in the field. Every, anytime they're not out on the field and they're doing the task of trying to find that perfect match, they're either losing money or losing time. 
So what I do is I save them that time and the money by finding those right people for them. And then it, it, it's just a more efficient process. It, you know, they are much better off outsourcing to me for that for that reason. It is so fun. I have to tell you that it is just so fun to, again, watch the evolution of how each stepping stone, you know, it's trusting that journey way back from an MLM. And you know how I feel about MLMs. I love them. I think it gives people confidence. It makes you realize, wait a minute, why am I working this hard for somebody else when I could be doing this for myself? For some people, they stay in that business. For others, they move on. But I find quite often they wind up opening up another business of their own because, again, you realize that mindset of, wait a minute, I've got a great skill set and finding that niche. That's where Word of Mom Radio came in and mompreneurs and businesswomen building their business from home way back when I was with the three wise girls and I did my first two-part segment on mompreneurs and Linda Alexander was like, this is what you're passionate about and you should really just go for this. And so, but it is, it's like, I I can't explain as I watched some of the women who came to start hosting a show with us that moved on to podcasts and TV and, and everything else. And it's almost like I'm watching my kids grow up, you know, and it really is. So it gets so exciting for me. Because, again, we're all on this journey together, and we've been there to encourage each other, to support each other. You know, Renee and I had never met in person, and I was, when she was living in Massachusetts, I was there visiting my brother, and I was like, let's meet, and we met up for pizza, and then after that, you know, got together so many different times, but it's, I say it all the time. Every time people, oh, I waste too much time online. It's like, you're just not doing it right. Because if you're not creating those relationships and, you know, people don't think that there's real friendships that happen online, there are. There are. We connect with each other. We support each other's businesses. We promote what each other does. And that's what Word of Mom is all about. And that's why I just love, I really wanted to start this anniversary celebration with you and Janice Clark, because you were my first two, Janice, my first host, you, my first sponsor here for word of mom radio. And you've always been there, always been there. I need a guest. I need a show. You know, I'm still trying to get Renee to come back and host again, mm-hmm. you know, maybe talking about how you groom yourself for business, how you get yourself hired. What are the things you need to look for? There are so many things that you can be helping people with because it's your nature. I'd be happy to. I'd love to come back and, and do a segment or, or so and just talk about, you know, or, you know, maybe we could just ask, what, what are people really looking to know about hiring and getting hired? It all goes back to keep it simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> Absolutely. It does. It does. You know, people think there's, big complicated stuff it's finding a way to be yourself and making sure that you look at the job that you are applying for it's is this a place for you I love that you kind of vet the people to make sure it's like wait a second you have these skills but this may not be the company yep. for you. even though they're doing what you're doing 
maybe it's this company that is going to work better for you. So, you know, I, I love that you are doing that. So as we're wrapping this up, just share how people can reach out to you because you never know who's listening. Somebody's got a plumbing business out there or a painting business or whatever, and they're like, hey, wait a minute. I can use her services. <laughs> sure. And, and I, honestly, it, it makes no difference where the person is located. And that's another thing, another key to this is I can do this all virtually. Um, so if someone wants to reach out to me, one of the ways is through my website. My website is um, ALA Services Hiring, all one word, dot com. Um, they could also reach out to me through my email, which is Renee at alaservicesHiring.com. And again, I'm one of those people who actually does pick up the phone <laughs> if I can. So you can also call me 508-320-2566. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm also um, on Facebook. So, you know, you can find me on those apps as well. You can. So reach out to Renee. She has so much to share. We'll get her back on the air this spring. We so will. Good. I'm really Thank looking so forward much. to it. Thank you. Thanks for being part of our celebration. I really appreciate you and Janice coming along. And we're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So we'll be back next Thursday with another anniversary show. New live shows will be coming up over this whole month. And I want to thank you all for a great 10 years. It's the start of the next 10. Who knows what this decade will bring. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is sure.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.